When I see somebody doing really amazing things, I'm often reminded of this quote, the depth of your inner struggle determines the height of your success. And today we have a beautiful example of this. I am so excited to introduce you to Lindsay Robison of Lighthouse Yoga and Fitness here in Hudson, Wisconsin. In this episode, we get into the story of how Lighthouse Yoga and Fitness came to be, the journey of Lindsay finding her purpose and passion, along with creating a community of her perfect people coming in her doors every single day. Lighthouse Yoga and Fitness is part of the latest edition of Healthy in the Valley, and Healthy in the Valley is a free digital resource for the entire St. Croix Valley. In each publication, you're going to find the area's best and leading business owners who are passionate about health and wellness and ready to serve you to live your best life in mind, body, and soul. So if you are local to the St. Croix Valley, I invite you to grab your free download filled with exclusive offers from these business owners by going to healthyinthevalley.com. And now I am super excited for you all to hear from Lindsay Robison and hear her story of resilience, of overcoming, of creativity of the scenic route of getting to where she is now. She genuinely is shining her light so bright and attracting such a community of people in her doors. She's inspiring. She's encouraging. She is so many things. And when you look at her business, you can see why after hearing her story. This is something she hasn't shared much about And she was cautious and nervous about sharing it, but she realized she needs to talk more about this because it's such a huge part in creating the business that she has now. So I invite you to just savor and learn and reflect on how one can really overcome and let this be the encouragement you need to take your next challenge and your next thing and say, yes, I can. I can do that. Enjoy y'all. This one's good. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears into creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I affectionately call you a rebel woman. Hey there, my name is Melissa Rose, a brick and mortar business owner with a handful of kiddos and a few passion projects that I head up like this one. I'm also your visibility coach and consultant for a service-based business like yours. I'm passionate about helping small business owners thrive in their community and become the only option in town for their industry. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty gritty of running a successful brick and mortar business by sharing stories, talking strategies, and learning practical tips to run a kick-ass business. Ready to be inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the small business of your dreams? Let's get real. Welcome to the podcast, Lindy Robinson. How are you? Oh, I'm awesome. How are you? <laughs> you look so good. Oh, so awesome. good. <laughs> you have your ball cap on. I failed to, I don't have my ball cap on. We usually always have our ball caps on and, um, I'm so excited for this. I know I look like you are on the same page always. <laughs> All right, you guys. So, uh, Lindsay is the owner of lighthouse yoga and fitness here in Hudson, Wisconsin. She's part of healthy in the Valley. And we're so excited to talk to her about her story and her journey, but she has also been on the podcast before. And, um, so catch that one because that really talks about the community that she's created, but we're going to dive into your story. So before we do that, Lindsay, tell us what you wanted to be when you grew up. Oh goodness. I think you know, looking back, I was always, I was always a performer, but I think diving deeper into that, I love connecting with people. So 
I wanted to, what I grew up doing was performing, singing, writing, dancing, being on stage. And I've always kind of looked at that as training for what I'm kind of doing now in the sense of I was feeling people, I was connecting with them. I was learning what, you know, their reactions were and how to truly connect, especially through my music. Like that's ultimately where my, my first passion, I guess you could call it was. I grew up singing. I loved to write. And that stemmed into like writing my own music, having mm. demos, being in musical theater was like my first love ever. And I danced through those years too. So I was just, I was a performer. I loved it. And that was kind of what made me happy. And that's, um, I followed that into college where I majored actually at Northeastern University in Boston in music industry. So I like took mm the business route of the music side and learned. So most of my classes were business entertainment related, but I also had that music infused too. So I was learning, you know, some of the theory, the writing, all of my friends were like next door at Berkeley college of music. So we jam during like at night, we'd go, you know, bounce around and play in bands and, and gigs and different stuff. And then during the day I was like going to school. So this was all like, a past life like it feels like <laughs> it does feel like but oh my gosh that's such a huge foundational part of our lives and mm-hmm. a big part of your life so so you went out ease very cool and yes. do you okay so do you do any of that right now in your life so that's the crazy part that's where I feel maybe a little piece creatively is missing right yeah. now however I found a way and that's a big foundation of Lighthouse is the music piece, whether people get that right away or not. I think people feel it, but what drives personally a lot of my classes and what a lot of teachers do very well here is it's music driven. Mm -hmm. Like I really feel like music, you know, we all have different backgrounds. We all have different beliefs, but when it comes down to it, music has a way of touching people and connecting with people like nothing else. And I really wholeheartedly believe that it's like the universal language that we all can relate to. We all can use. So I feel like I've found a way to still carry music through the yoga studio, through my teaching, you know, yoga and fitness classes. And that's a huge driver for my personal classes for the studio. And that's how I still infuse it. I feel like into my, absolutely. And I would agree with that. Like I literally just said this morning that her playlist is awesome. It's just so good. Um, and that was something that, um, I, I did notice, um, and I have noticed, um, but totally, yes, it makes, it totally makes a difference in, in how you take class and how you participate. And even with my studio, my music people will comment. I love your music for what you choose for the students to dance to. Cause it's, it's not only that, but for, for different reasons, there's listening to it repetitively. So you want to be really intentional about what our students are hearing and the lyrics they're hearing. And I really want them to be empowering and, and going forward and charging forward and being strong and confident. So very interesting. Okay. So tell us the journey of lighthouse and how and why that, that all started. Yeah. So, okay. This is a perfect segue to be honest, because when I was out there, as I'm sure maybe you can imagine that music, that lifestyle, at least what I was living a in college, my Mm -hmm. priorities were perhaps not (laughs) 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 what they are now. Um, (laughs) I like to go out and have fun. I liked to, I worked at the bars. I bartended, I served. I mean, that whole lifestyle on top of what I feel like just historically 
follows some musicians and things is that nightlife. Yeah. And I found myself when I was out there, cause I stayed out in Boston. I was there seven, almost eight years total. So I stayed out there after college. I dabbled in real estate. I mean, I was all over the place. I was doing the serving bartending and stuff, still music, but I was, I got so lost and drinking became my life basically that started out there to the point where I was like, I I've got to come home and reestablish my life. And that's what drove me ultimately back home from Boston. I was feeling out of control. I mean, for lack of better words and needed to ground down again. So when I came back here after being out there for so long, I felt lost. I was like, you know, you learn when you're chasing a dream of especially being a musician and stuff, you learn you're a very small, small fish in a very, very, very big pond. And I mean, people get lucky, but you realize it's not always a lifestyle you can sustain. So I think I felt lost. Like I thought that's what I was going to do with my life. And it wasn't that I wasn't, I think, you know, talented and loved it, but I needed to make a living. And I also lost my drive and really, to be honest with you, and I don't share this with most people, but I think it's maybe time that I start sharing because it's ultimately the foundation of how yeah. this house was built. Yeah. Um, I was alcohol completely consumed my life. Wow. And where I had to seek help on more than one occasion. Okay. So during that process, which ended up being years, um, found yoga. And for me, it was the one time I felt again and felt alive because I had lost what I thought my life was going to be, which was music, entertainment, writing, doing all these things. Even I had at one point, I guess, to backtrack, I had come back in between school for a few years and I was actually an intern for the Dave Ryan in the morning show for a few years had amazing opportunities there. And that's a whole nother lifestyle as well. I learned so much. There's things I learned there that I still carry now. But I think with that lifestyle, once again, you can take a turn if you don't have yourself in control. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I think I was running from a lot of things in my 20s through you know college and all of the stuff that... Um, I don't know. I, my escape was, was alcohol. And... So to, I guess, come back to where I was leaving off. Now I get sometimes backtracked because I don't share this with a lot of people. No, so it gets yeah. kind of like skewed in my brain too as to what the actual like... Timeline is. Yeah. yeah. But um, I found yoga when I was kind of finding myself again. Mm -hmm. And it was the one place where I could feel because alcohol took away my feel for anything. Yeah. And that's all I knew anymore. So to like feel again and to feel good without alcohol in a sweaty, hot yoga class with the music blasting, because my jam personally is yoga sculpt. I mean, I, I love all forms of yoga and we all need, I feel like a little bit of everything. Um, but that was where I felt alive. It had the music. It had the, the feeling of like, I can't do anymore, but I'm going to prove myself wrong. Like strength. It, it had everything that I had been searching for and maybe running from at the same time. And so I'll never forget, I said, after my first class, I'm going to teach this and I'm going to open a place. And mm. at the time, you know, of course, that's so far off from what you ever 
can envision or think will actually happen, but I will not forget that moment. And I thought I was going to pass out in my first class. I thought I was going to throw up (laughs) all of these emotions yet here. I went back for more and yoga saved my life. It literally figuratively, all of the things saved my life. And I knew that I had to share that with other people. If nothing else could help me, how I felt at the time anyway. And that was the one thing that literally saved me. How could I not share that with other people? Like, how could I not? And so that's kind of what started the whole path. So eventually I, I um, enrolled in teacher training. And we just, I just would like to just interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I want to interrupt. So how long ago was that when you, when you were in that room saying, this is what I want to do? That was... 2013. Okay. 14. Well, very love it. A long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving forward. Okay. I just want to know that because it it takes time. Cause I think that's quite a bit of, um, like I knew I wanted to perform at age five. I saw somebody performing and I was like, no, I'm doing that. And then I did it. But then I always knew I would have a studio and, mm. and that was like an eighth grade that I was like, I'm doing that. And, but it didn't manifest itself until much later. So it's interesting. So you took that class 2013 ish and knew in your heart that, yes, I'm going to do this. Yes. Awesome. At the time I was still drinking too. Let's be honest. Like, okay, that's like a great idea. And I mean, were you in Boston or were you back home? This is back home. This okay. is back home here. Yep. Yep. I never went back to Boston. Um, okay. This is back here. And uh, I mean, that would be an ongoing cycle of me with a lot of help going up and down. I mean, it was to the point where I almost lost my life, how bad mm-hmm. I was, which is hard now to even right. see that person. Right. And I think it's good to share because, and why I'm so adamant about through this studio enforcing and voicing, like you are stronger than you think you are. You can do anything you believe in and put your trust in and work hard for it because I know that firsthand. And I truly feel like too, not to bring up COVID, but like that also during that time is what helped me get through that. I'm like, I've been through a lot worse. You've been, yeah. yeah. This is like, let's do it. Like, let's figure it out. Let's do it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, So that prepared me. I feel like truly for having opened six months before COVID and having to get through that. God had prepared me is what I believe. Amen through some of the other things that I, I had done because I don't think I would have been able to handle that mentally, physically at all. But yeah, so I ended up entering teacher training 2015 shortly after I also had had brain surgery, which was a whole, 2015 was kind of the turning point of a lot of things. I became severely ill with just a rare condition. Um, nobody could help me. I was down at the Mayo Clinic a few times a week they were trying to figure out what was wrong. I was getting severe pain. It can be described as like a, an ice pick going through your ear mm. um, consistently, but they couldn't figure out what was going on with me, what was wrong. And um, long story short, ended up getting finding this neurosurgeon in Pennsylvania. It was the only out of how many people that performed this surgery in the world that could cure this, this issue that I was having. So I went through with, with the brain surgery 
and actually went into cardiac arrest during the surgery, which to this day, coming out of that, I truly, truly believe I was still supposed to be here for something. Mm -hmm. And they think it was potentially due because I was still drinking and going through potential withdrawals. It could be, I mean, there's so many things that my drinking just had uh, uh, a negative, obviously, effect on. And lucky, obviously, I'm still here after that because it's a whole nother (laughs) nother wow holy hannah 2015 i actually left brain surgery staples still in my head walked into teacher training i'm like i'm not letting this stop me i'm set on doing teacher training there's a reason i'm supposed to do this so the majority of my teacher training sat in the back Mm because i couldn't do anything but was set on doing that time staples in my head watched and then ended up graduating from it and there i was ready to be a teacher Mm -hmm. 2015 Mm -hmm. and so again this wasn't super, super long ago. It's not like I've been teaching for 20 years, like some people I have Mm -hmm. on staff here. Right. But I said that day, I'll never forget going home to my husband, Nick saying, all right, I got my certification, Nick, I'm going to open a studio. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa there, little one. Calm down. (laughs) How about you teach for a couple of years? (laughs) I like it. (laughs) And let's go from there. You know, my voice of reason, this is why we work so well. Cause I'm the dreamer. Yes. I'm like, you need those, you need those people. Yeah. Bring me back down to ground level for a second. Yeah. But I mean, he was right. And I still was set on it. I had a very comfy job. I was doing very, you know, well, and I just decided this is what we're going to do. And I, it never changed. And in fact, it grew. And I just, you know, when you keep hearing whispers from the universe, I always call them that are like, you're on the right path. Keep taking that right step. Yes, you got to do it. And finally, I just was like, this is it. I got to, I got to open. I got to, I got to try. I got to try it. All right. So you opened in 2019. Yeah. So in yep. the fall of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And open this beautiful state of the art studio It is stunning. It is gorgeous. It's, it, it's everything you do is with excellence. It's just gorgeous. And it's inferred where the title came from, but what made you call it Lighthouse? Yeah, I came up with so many different possibilities. And this was always the first one. Lighthouse was always what was whispering in my head, always from day one, Lighthouse, Lighthouse, Lighthouse. And for a while, I second guessed myself because I'm like, that sounds so cheesy, so corny. But when I was going through my very, very darkest days. Yoga was my light always. And I don't even remember the exact day it came to me. It was like it, and Nick will will laugh because he's always like that. That was the first thing that you ever brought up. And then I second guessed myself and came up with all these clever, like cute or like really intense. (laughs) And, um, what were some of the other ones? Do you remember? I do. I do. One was Vim, V-I-M. And it was because it stood for, it meant something. And I can't even now remember what it is. <laughs> Honestly, it was like trying to, you know, right, yeah. Pinterest and being like, what, mm-hmm. what means this? Yeah. And like yeah. finding all these ridiculous, yeah, things. And then it's also like, as you, I'm sure know, like checking out trademarks and other like business names and what's available and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And I thought I was getting so creative, but it always came back to Lighthouse. Like, what does this truly stand for? Mm -hmm. 
I wanted it to be other people's light in the darkness. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it was for me. And, you know, in yoga too, namaste, we say at the end of class, the light in me honors the light in you. And light stands for everything we're about. It's about being alive. It's about, you know, everything that our heart and soul stands for. And to me, I'm like, what better, what better way to symbolize a studio than than that and house to be honest like I split the two too like lighthouse two words because I was trying to be a little clever but to me (laughs) (laughs) like house means it's like where you feel at home yeah so it's where you belong it's where your family it's a community so like how cool like lighthouse it there was no better name and now to this day now it's even like oh my gosh I could have never imagined any better name. Right. It's perfect. It's perfect. So, um, just quickly, um, why Hudson? Like, why did you decide? Cause you're not from Hudson. You're from across the river originally. Right. So I actually was here until in Hudson until fourth grade. Okay. So my parents, when they were yeah still together were here and all of my happy, what I consider like happy growing up memories and all the things were always Hudson. So when I sought out to like open a studio, it was never, I never searched. I never, I always knew Hudson. It you always knew Hudson. Okay. Always, it was always Hudson. It was never like, well, cause I ended up graduating high school from Woodbury. Obviously right. then I moved out to Boston. It was never, never a question. Never. Okay. So you knew it was Hudson before, like, cause to know that Hudson could handle and, and I mean, cause this is a hot yoga studio. This is a unique group of people that are going to come to it. Like, I'm like, will this place work? I remember you watching you build this thing. I'm like, wow, she is brave. I don't know if there's enough people in Hudson to support this. And then, I mean, I know you're pulling from other areas and stuff, but, but I was like, wow. And and so talk, can you speak a little bit about that? Yeah. I think looking back, knowing what I know now, what I have done it, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's be honest like a lot of us I think can look and that's the cool thing though I yeah think thank god a lot of us succeed with knowing the unknown like is yeah. way better sometimes and I honestly one of the best things I've learned in this whole process of owning my own business and and opening like building this from the ground up and all the things is trusting my gut and my intuition and trust you don't know for sure. No, there's a chance you're, you're going to fail. I think almost knowing that too, and going in knowing that, like, what would you do if you knew you were going to fail? Would you still do it? And honestly, I look back and I'm like, yeah, I actually, I would still, I would still do this. I would still have done it. Even if we were crashing and burning right now, because I believe there is a storyline of things that you're meant to do for the next big thing. Amen. Yeah. Truly had I not trusted myself and I've learned because I really believe that we have in our guts, the answer and we second guess based on people maybe that have done it before or other, other opinions and things. But even when I've done that and I've said, and I've steered away from my gut and listened to somebody that's maybe done something before and, and, you know, I should rightfully listen to oftentimes I've been right. Had I listened to myself and I guess this is a long answer to your question, but I had trust from day one. Something was telling me this was right. There was never a second guess about where. That's why a lot of people just like yourself ask Hudson, why? Like Mm -hmm. I did a slight bit of research, but there was definite 
there were some red flags. Like, mm-hmm. can this, can this happen? Absolutely. I trusted my gut. I do. And I think there's something, something to be said of that. Like sometimes we've just got to jump and trust. Yeah. I'm going to piggyback off that too. And I think trust and belief could be married together. You know, like I, I have such belief in certain things in my business that I'm just like, no, this, this is, it's going to work. And then therefore you have the grit and the um, tenacity to keep going on those days that it sucks. Cause there are days that suck, but um, yeah, just from day one. And I, I love, we have so many, you guys, I don't know a lot of the story. So my mouth was just dropping. I'm tears in my eyes going, Holy Hannah, Holy Hannah. And then so many similarities, like what you said about um, getting through COVID and the prior stuff that you've gone through to get through that. That was, that just rocked me a bit because I was like, yeah, you're right. There was some big stuff that happened to set us up for that and, and proving to ourselves, no, we've been through hard things. We've been through really, really hard things and we can, we can get through this, even though we don't know what's coming or what's coming ahead, but that belief and trust and like, okay, one step forward. How do you, Lindsay, listen to your intuition? Like, how do you hear it? People hear it different ways or feel it different ways. What are, what are things that you do or feel? I'm a big feeler. (laughs) I like (laughs) I'm a big feeler in my gut. And I think that's come a lot with too. I feel so much more strongly now just because I'm coming up on now it'll be six years sober. So I feel like my everything is so fine tuned with me because I've been on the other side of like not having that, that I feel a lot in my gut. I go a lot off, off gut, even, you know, talking about business hiring wise, like personality people wise, I tend to get a lot of, you know, signals in connection, you know, connecting with people and different things. I just, there's something in my, in my gut that usually steers me in the right, not usually it always steers me in the right way. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're, you're hearing it. Like for me, it's, um, I just get a hit over the head, like so blatantly obvious, like, no, this is, this is what happens. And it's usually, it's usually when I'm doing something monotonous, like walking or vacuuming. Like I always, I joke, literally joke that I need to walk more and clean my house more because that's when I get just hit over the head with like ideas, but that they're truly good ideas, like good things. And, um, and the connection to, you know, if you're with people or having to be with people, that's, that's huge too. And I think your background in performing, like you mentioned, um, as an actor performer as well, you read people, you learn to read people, you learn to mimic or reflect what you're getting. You know, we're just very intuitive that way um, and pick up on it real quickly. So I love how all that plays into business. Oh yeah. And like, even going back to like serving and bartending and that kind of thing, like you learn how to read people and, and to really understand those types of things. And I think connecting that with, I don't know about you, but I get signs and I do trust those like little things where I feel like whether you call them little winks from the universe, which I do, or little things that I'm like, yeah, that's, that's telling me I'm in the right direction or mm-hmm. something. And it, you know, I, I really do believe that synchronicity. I mean, there is no, I guess, chance to a certain extent. I really believe like 
little things are in place to be like, yep, that's, that's the right direction. And I, and I run into that all the time and there's just no other way to explain it. Yeah. You know, when stuff like that happens, I feel like, you know, especially you're in the right direction or something's pointing you a certain way for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring it over to business now. Um, what is a moment in your business that you throughout your business journey? Okay. So the past few years that you were like, yes, I got this. I'm a badass. I got this. I think obviously aside from COVID, cause that's a whole nother yeah. thing to, we could go on and on about. I think I've felt, you know, as business owners and especially first starting out, you wear so many hats and we try to do everything and none of us, well, I shouldn't speak for myself. I feel like obviously I don't do everything awesome. There's something <laughs> that in more than others, but we sure try because you have to, you kind of have to be scrappy in the beginning, not kind of, you do. And I've realized like, well, it's maybe not my favorite thing to do all of the things. I think, um, I'm really proud of some of the things I've thrown at the wall and seeing if they stick, like some of the challenges I come up with and and they end up being a, a big success or even hearing people's comments about how this studio or the classes or just being a part of this community have positively affected their life. I'm like, I did it. That's, that's what I sought out to do. And holy shit, I did it, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like, yeah, I mean, if that doesn't say it, because here you're being scrappy, you're trying to do all the things in the background. Like I'm wearing all the hats, I'm unclogging toilets while I'm sitting here doing the graphics for social media while I'm sitting here answering the phones and then trying to get new members. And then I'm teaching the class and I'm trying to put my music together and I'm trying to keep my teachers happy and I'm trying to keep the students happy and I'm trying to keep everyone, you know, happy, including myself, my family. And it's like, okay, but people, it's really doing what I sought out to do. And that's, you know improve people's lives. I, mm-hmm. If that doesn't make me feel like a badass, then I guess mm-hmm. they don't know what does. And I think I personally am a culprit of not celebrating those. That's a massive win, but even mm-hmm. the small wins, mm-hmm. I need to like take a step back and a breather and like celebrate some of this stuff because mm-hmm. saying it out loud right now is making me realize, man, mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. It is. Like you need to make sure you have a feel good folder. <laughs> Do you have a feel good folder? You need to save every, this is my tip to any business owner. You need to have a feel good folder on your email and in real life, because you'll get cards or you'll get emails or text messages and you need to screenshot them and put them in a photo feel good folder. And cause it just reminds you that yes, you are you're doing it. And yeah, those, when people, when you know, when you see that your work has affected somebody's life big time, it's, it's, it's the most awesome feeling. So make sure you do that. If you haven't already, everybody. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Okay. Lady, um, you are, you are other level. Um, I'm just so honored to be able to talk to you. So, um, as a business owner for visibility, um, what is a visibility strategy that you uh, do in your studio, in your yoga business that is kick-ass that you know is working? Right this moment, I feel like we've only hit the tip of the iceberg, but I feel like what we're doing well right now is showcasing kind of our authenticity and real selves via social media. I'm really trying to hit hard on 
let's be real. Let's be us. Let's have some fun. Cause life is short. And there are plenty of other studios, yoga studios out there that are take things quite seriously, which don't get me wrong. We do. We take mm-hmm. our yoga and fitness very seriously, but I think ultimately <laughs> we should be having some fun. <laughs> fun. Um, so I, I am really trying at least to, to, yeah maybe showcasing that and reflecting that on social media and try to utilize that to the best of our ability right now. I, I think we're getting there. Yeah. You do a great job and good. And and that's what I would assume too. your, your Instagram, her social is awesome. If you are not local to Hudson and don't know about lighthouse, go follow her on lighthouse yoga. The link will be in the show notes. She just does a really great job of, um, sharing and showing all perspectives. I like to have business owners show all perspectives for for the student, from the teacher, from the owner, from all those different angles that we get to see and, and, and doing it in a way that you go, I want to be part of that. So good job. Good job. That's the best compliment I can get. Thank you. Yay. You're welcome. You're welcome. Awesome. Lindsay, this is such a treat. Like I said, I remember you starting to build this thing and going, I really hope it works because I really would love a yoga studio <laughs> two minutes away. I would really like that. <laughs> I'm not yoga studio. I really hope it works. So I was praying for you behind the scenes and hoping that would work. You are just an amazing connector and amazing energy, a force in our community. And um, you have created an amazing tribe that I am just honored to be part of, but also just learn so much from you. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yes. As we wrap up here, Lindsay, I want to, um, I ask everybody this. We're all business owners. <laughs> We're all doing all the things where, you know, some of us have a team, some of us have a bigger team. Uh, what is saving you now in your life? <sighs> Honestly, I think my kids, and I know that sounds, but it is those moments with them remind me, it puts things in a different perspective, like how magical things can be. And that at the end of the day, the things that are stressing me out and getting me down and they mean really nothing in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things. But I will say to a good 90, like nineties, two thousands R and B session, my car, <laughs> like the in the studio, <laughs> at a stoplight, that's <laughs> what's happening. That really helps too. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Awesome. Thank you, Lindsay, so much for being part of the Brick and Mortar Visibility Podcast. I am so excited for the tribe to hear from you and hear your story. Um, that amazing journey that you've gone through. And um, we're so excited to cheer you on and see where Lighthouse Yoga and Fitness grows to be. I'm so excited for you. So thanks for being here. Thank you, Melissa. All right, everybody. We will see you here same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you're still here. You are such a rebel woman. I have to meet you. Come on over to the Rebel Women Tribe on Facebook, created for brick and mortar business owners just like you. In this group, we empower, encourage, and support each other. And every week I come in and share with you a tip, tool, or strategy that I'm learning in my brick and mortar business to help you in yours. And you guys, this is the real stuff, the nitty gritty in real time of what's going on. So come on over to the Rebel Women Tribe on Facebook. I can't wait to meet you.